Thank you and welcome to Scripture on Creation. I'm Scott Kump. And I'm Dr. Ben Scripture. And Dr. Scripture, in a previous program, we were discussing your participation in a mock trial at Northern Kentucky University. Yes. Concerning creation versus evolution, or at least that was one of the issues involved. That's right. I was one of the uh, expert witnesses in the trial defending a teacher who uh, was fired. Now, this was all a mock trial, Mm -hmm. but she was fired for uh, presenting intelligent design creation material in the classroom. Sort of a reverse of the Scopes monkey trial. (laughs) The absolute opposite. That's right. Okay. And apparently this has become newsworthy. Well, it's getting around. Yes. And uh, I found out that it actually has become news at my alma mater, Notre Dame. I received an interesting letter from a gentleman named John Mink, I think is how you pronounce it, M-I-N-C-K, John Mink. And he wrote me a letter about some of my creation beliefs, but in the introductory part of the letter, he mentioned something that I didn't know anything about. Let me, let me read it. He says, I just saw your name mentioned in a letter to the editor of The Spring 2009 Notre Dame Magazine, which commented on your name in the Domer section of the winter 2008 issue. You were noted for your creationist work and radioactivity. So let me explain what he's talking about. There's a magazine called the Notre Dame Magazine that mm-hmm. the, uh, I think the uh, university, I don't think it's the Alumni Association, but it could be, mm-hmm. puts out every quarter. And he's just commenting that he read in a letter to the editor in the spring 2009 Notre Dame magazine, something related to me being mentioned in the 2008 issue in the Domer section. What that means is Notre Damers in the news. Ah. And so they just list different things that are going on Ah. by alumni in the news. So Notre Dame alumni are called Domers. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, not Dumbers, Domers. Although I know that Purdue people would say they should be listed as dumbers. Um, anyway, that's a little, uh, you know, rivalry between Purdue and Notre Dame. Two excellent schools, let me say. I don't want to alienate anybody in any event. I actually do get the Notre Dame magazine, uh-huh. but I have to admit I don't read it cover to cover. <laughs> and uh, I figured out how to go find out what in the world he's talking about, this John Mink, that uh, he read about me being mentioned in there. So I went back to the... Notre Dame Magazine, Winter 08 issue in the Domers in the News section. And lo and behold, there I am listed. And it was a reference to the mock trial. Let me read what it said. Ben Scripture, 98 PhD, served as a witness for the defense of creation science in a mock trial held at Northern Kentucky University. Scripture, whose Notre Dame degree is in biochemistry, also holds an MDiv degree from Indiana's Grace Theological Seminary. He hosts two radio programs, Scripture on Creation, and That's What Scripture Says, on radio stations in Fort Wayne, as well as on the Good News Network, which serves stations in the southeastern United States. That's it. (laughs) That's what the Domers in the News section said. It was just reporting news that I'd been in this trial and mentioned that I had these radio programs. Then we move forward to the next issue of the Notre Dame magazine, Spring 09. And in the letters to the editor section, uh, I find this comment, which is what Mr. Mink was referring to. Uh, The head title of his letter to the editor is Creation Science? Question mark. What criteria are used to choose which alumni are included in the Domers in the News column? With mention of Ben Scripture, 98 Ph.D., and his service as a defense witness at a mock trial on creation science, which he puts in quotes and then says, perhaps the mother of all oxymorons, Mm. at Northern Kentucky University, 
Obviously, you have set the bar at its lowest possible level. Scripture is an anti-evolutionist who uses his fundamentalist radio program to argue that dinosaurs coexisted with humans and actually joined Noah on the ark, among his other strictly literal interpretations of the Bible. The harm this brings to the intellects of young people aspiring to be scientists cannot be calculated. And the embarrassment to the editors of Notre Dame magazine and to the faculty of Notre Dame's biochemistry department over the publicity given to him should be enormous. Lee J. Sutner graduated in 61 from Notre Dame. He is professor emeritus of Indiana University at Bloomington. So how dare your alma mater magazine mention you, <laughs> apparently, is the, the... Scott, that is what it boils down to. This is an excellent example of the kind of censorship that the evolutionary community would like to see prevail in the media, even in something as simple as the Notre Dame magazine listing the kinds of activities that their <laughs> alumni are involved in. It's really telling, in my opinion, mm-hmm. the kind of threat that even just mentioning that a person who's a graduate of Notre Dame... Uh, believes in creation, somehow apparently is to the theory of evolution and those who would adhere to it so strictly. Yeah, it's interesting he says that any sort of intellectual dissent is harmful to intellectuals. Yeah, the he talks about the harm this brings to the intellects of our young people. I really, uh, <laughs> honestly, am not sure why this is considered to be harmful. Couldn't a person who has been trained in evolution find that there are people who disagree with that, and if they want to, just consider that they're a goofball. But (laughs) how it harms them, I don't know, except for the fact that, well, maybe this person like Dr. Ben Scripture, who got a PhD in biochemistry from Notre Dame, may have a brain, you know, and maybe he (laughs) actually thinks for himself and has a different opinion. Mm -hmm. And of course, there are hundreds and hundreds of other scientists like myself, and that is harmful to actually open the eyes of some young people to dissent to the idea that maybe there are different opinions about there. And, of course, uh, the intelligent design movement is growing quite strong. And these are the kinds of things, then, that someone like uh, a doctor, I assume he's a doctor, uh, being a professor from Indiana University, Dr. Lee J. Sutner, is concerned about letting anybody know, you know, that there are actual other opinions about evolution out there. That movie Expelled, Scott, Mm -hmm. remember that? That came out about a year ago. Uh, Really was chronicling a lot of this dissent and also demonstrating that there are quite a number of evolutionists out there who would simply desire an alternate view to evolution be thoroughly, totally censored in the media, from any kind of an academic institution, losing their jobs and losing their funding and so forth. You know, I uh, had a similar experience like this, that desire to be censored from Notre Dame back when I was still a student. I had been on a radio program in Iowa, Mm. on WHO, a clear channel, big, widely distributed (laughs) program. It was a call-in show, and different people were calling in, some agreeing with my, you know, creationist views and others disagreeing. And one gentleman in particular, we went around and around for a period of time, and, uh, you know, we agreed to disagree and went our merry way. This was back in 1997. I was still a student, but had essentially completed all of my research. I was writing my dissertation. I was six years into my program, Uh, so I had quite a lot invested, you know, in my research and and to get my degree from Notre Dame, and uh, about a week after the program, the host of that radio program, the the man's name was Jan Michelson, has quite a popular program Mm -hmm. on WHO, calls me back up and he says, you know, Ben, the, the guy you were talking to, blah, 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 and I said, yeah, I remember him, and he said, well, he called Notre Dame, and 
found out that you weren't a student at Notre Dame. And so now Jan Michelson is all concerned, you know, was I an imposter? I say, well, (laughs) believe me, I'm a student there. I'm finishing up. And I don't know why he determined that I wasn't a student, but I can assure you that I am. And everything seemed to go away. But then uh, a few days later, I'm getting to think, you know, this person, whoever he was, he calls up Notre Dame about this. He's uh, really exercised about who I am and what I'm doing. And I began to be a little concerned, and rightly so, because then a few days later, after that, I get a letter from the chairman of the Biological Sciences Department named Dr. John Duman. And this letter dated July 22nd, 1997, so we're Hmm. going back a period of time, said this, Dear Mr. Scripture, I recently received a phone call and subsequent letter from an individual in Ames, Iowa, wanting to know your status here at Notre Dame. He had heard you on a radio talk show where you stated your anti-evolutionist creationist views and offered as your credentials your status as a graduate student at Notre Dame, quote, about to receive my Ph.D. in molecular biology, unquote. Well, now, my degree was in biochemistry, but the discussion Mm -hmm. that I was having involved molecular biology, and this person who wrote the letter, made the phone call, got it wrong. But anyway, that's close enough. I'll continue reading the letter from Dr. Duman. The caller wanted to know about your status, indicating that a reputable department of biology couldn't possibly (laughs) confer a Ph.D. on an individual who didn't believe in evolution. I agreed with him and let him know that you were not a student here in the Department of Biological Sciences. I later found out that you are a student in the Department of Chemistry and Biochemistry. The letter goes on. And he discusses his concern about what I was saying and that I had done great harm. I'll quote this part, quote, Mr. Scripture, your personal views are your own business, but you do this university, your department, your advisor, and the Catholic Church, great harm. (laughs) The Catholic Church, great harm, Scott. And the Catholic Church, great harm when you publicly espouse these personal views as a representative of Notre Dame, unquote. Well, So glad there's no uh, politics and science. <laughs> yeah, and uh, of course, I didn't even come close to saying anything like these views were Notre Dame's views. I made it very clear that they were my personal views, that Notre Dame did not teach creation and so forth. So this is just another example, a very interesting example of this kind of hand-wringing and you're doing great harm, you know, when you talk about creation and in any way, shape, or form present yourself as a person who's had an education. And in this specific case, we're talking about, you know, an education from Notre Dame. In fact, of course, a Ph.D. from Notre Dame. You know, the story that follows from this letter that I got from Dr. Duman might be something interesting for another program in the future, because I was very concerned about, uh, you know, the fallout from this. And as we mentioned earlier, this movie, Expelled, is talking about how this censorship not only leads to letters Mm -hmm. to the editor, but loss of jobs. Yeah, there's Uh, quite a political witch hunt involved in this. It is. It's bizarre, and people should understand this. And if you're wondering, can this be so, get that movie expelled and take a look at it. And I've had these kinds of things in my own personal experience. So uh, it's really interesting where just getting out there in the news Hmm. and being a voice for Christ, being a voice for creation, or even something as simple as intelligent design can really stir the pot. People get really upset, especially this Lee J. Sutner graduate of Notre Dame in 1961, who had been a professor at IU in Bloomington. I want to conclude our program again with Scripture on creation. We haven't really talked much about the Bible in our program today, but he makes a comment, John Mink does, in the letter that he wrote to me. And it saddens me because of something that he mentions. And what I want you to understand is the connection he makes 
between not believing in creation, thinking that you know when the Bible talks about creation, it really basically relegates the Bible to myth, and then how that affects a person's concept in the Lord Jesus Christ himself. The final thing that Mr. Mink mentions in his letter to me is, in my mind, I have this picture of God 15 billion years ago, just as he set in motion the Big Bang. He says to himself, quoting what God might say, hmm, I think that in about 14,999,998,000 years, I'll send my son Jesus down to a trivial green planet in the Middle East to save humanity, unquote. Then he says, mind you, he could have done that, but he didn't. In other words, based on his understanding of evolution, he essentially rejects John 3.16, which says, God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And that's not what I say. That's what scripture says.